0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Tuesday, the 21st of December.
1: In your Sport Today, the Aussies go 2 0 up, Peng Shui appears on camera. Postecoglou wins the cup and your daily dose of golf. This is your Sport Today. There's only one place to start after Australia beat England by 275 runs yesterday to take a 2-0 series lead in the Ashes. Jai Richardson, he was the key bowler with five wickets in the fourth innings as Australia took a little bit longer than expected to bowl England out on the final day.
0: Yeah, I've got few fingernails left after that, gab. They <laughs> left it very, very late. Things looked to be going to plan when the Aussies got rid of Ben Stokes early in the day, but England fought hard to send the match into the final session. Joss Butler was the key wicket, and he lasted 207 deliveries before he was eventually out hit wicket after he stepped on his own stumps off Richardson's bowling.
1: Yeah, that was a really unlucky way to go after such a long knock. Richardson, he then removed James Anderson to end the test, and Manus Labuschagne was named man of the match, and that was for his first inning century. The third test, it starts on Boxing Day at the MCG, and we now know what Australia's 15-man squad looks like after selectors announced their squad yesterday. Luce, are there any
0: surprises with this team? No surprises, it's an unchanged squad and there's some good news as well because fast bowlers Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood have been included. The squad is for the final three tests of the series and there'll be a lot of competition for spots with five quicks named. There is also speculation that opener Marcus Harris could be dropped for Usman Kawaja after a few low scores, but former Aussie skipper Ricky Ponting doesn't think Harris will be dropped for his home test in Melbourne.
1: Well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, Given Australia holds the ashes, England must now win the final three tests if they are to take out the series. And that little segue brings us to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many times has a team actually come back from 2-0 down to win a five-test series? Any clues for us, Luce?
0: I think the only clue for this one is... It hasn't happened many times.
1: (laughs) That's a very good clue because you're absolutely (laughs) right. We'll have the answer to that later in the show. Chinese tennis player Peng Shui has appeared on camera in public for the first time since alleging that a former Chinese vice premier had sexually assaulted her. She says in the interview that the social media post was misunderstood, but the Women's Tennis Association, they're not overly convinced.
0: So last month, Peng posted on social media platform Weibo that she had been sexually assaulted by Zhang Gao Li. The post was quickly deleted and Peng wasn't seen or heard from in weeks. But in an interview with a Singapore media company, she says that she's never said or wrote that anyone has sexually assaulted her and that it was a private matter. The video was shot at a cross-country skiing event in Shanghai where she was with other famous Chinese athletes. However, the WTA says the video, didn't say anything about her well-being and they still want a full investigation into her safety without any interference.
1: Yeah, so the WTA said a bit earlier this month that they would cancel events in China if player safety wasn't guaranteed. So I think we can expect to hear a little bit more about this story over the next few weeks. The NRL has received an early Christmas present after it was able to land a new free-to-air TV rights deal with Channel 9 yesterday.
0: The deal is from 2023 to 2027, and it's reportedly worth $575 million over five years. It's a big deal for nine because it means it has kept exclusive rights to the grand final as well as the three state of origin games each year which will be played on wednesday nights from 2023 onwards under the deal nine will continue to show live matches on thursday and friday nights as well as one sunday afternoon match each week nine radio which runs 2gb in sydney and 4bc in brisbane will continue to broadcast games as well
1: yeah and loose the deal means that the nrl's three broadcast partners that's nine and Fox Sports in Australia, and then you've got Sky TV in New Zealand. They're all locked in now until the end of the 2027 season on deals worth reportedly 400 million bucks a year. It's been a big weekend for a couple of Aussies and we're going to start with Ange Postacoglu because the former Socceroos coach, he's still celebrating after he led Celtic to victory in the Scottish League Cup final yesterday morning.
0: Yeah, he was pretty happy in all the videos that I saw of him celebrating Gavs and that was after Celtic beat Hibernian 2-1 to win their 20th Scottish League Cup. There was actually quite an Aussie feel to the game with Socceroom Martin Boyle setting up the opening game goal for Hibernian, but Celtic equalised just a minute later, and then it was another soccerer, Tom Rogic, who set up the winning goal with a quickly taken free kick from near halfway. It's Posta first trophy for Celtic after he joined the club in July.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, there are actually quite a few Celtic fans who wanted Postacoglu gone after a slow start to the season, but I reckon they're probably celebrating after the win. <laughs> I've popped a link to the highlights in the episode notes. Motor racing fans will know all about Molly Taylor. And yesterday, the Aussie star made a bit of history after she and teammate Johan Christofferson won the Extreme E competition.
0: So for those who don't know, the Extreme E-Series started this year and it's an off-road racing series that takes place in remote parts of the world in a bid to raise climate change awareness. Each team has a male and female driver and Taylor and Christopherson drove for a team that's run by former F1 champ Nico Roseberg. Taylor finished fourth in the final race in England to claim her first major title in five years.
1: Yeah, and that title that you're talking about was the Australian Rally Championship back in 2016. Now, it's going to be a big couple of weeks for Taylor because next month she's going to make her Dakar Rally debut. It was a really tough morning on the couch yesterday. Had to flick from the NFL to the golf. (laughs) And that's where we're going to go because Tiger Woods and his son Charlie, they finished second in the PNC Championship.
0: Yeah, this was his first event since a serious car crash back in February, but it didn't stop him and his son shooting 11 birdies in a row, which was a tournament record. Dressed in Tiger's trademark final day red polo, the pair finished 25 under par, just two shots behind winners John Daly and John Daly Jr. Daly has had his own health issues over the years, and in 2020 was diagnosed with bladder cancer. Daly has won two majors and. Said nothing could beat winning the PNC Championship with his son.
1: Got a confession to make. I absolutely love Daly's beard. It is giving off serious Santa Claus vibes. <laughs> and hey, we're only four days out from Christmas, so maybe there's something there. All right, time for Catch This, where we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up, and I'm going to go to the NFL, where there have been a number of rescheduled games because of COVID over the past few weeks, and it means we get a double dose of games today, and you can, of course, catch both of them on KO and ESPN. What have you got, Luce?
0: Well, for me, it's another player that could be in doubt for the Australian Open, and that's Rafael Nadal, who tested positive for COVID after he played in Abu Dhabi last week.
1: Yeah, that of course follows on from Roger Federer and Serena Williams, who we know are out of the Australian Open. We'll have to see what happens with Rafa. All right, back to our trivia question today, which was how many times has a team come back from 2 0 down to win a five test series? Luce. What's the answer?
0: I said it hasn't happened that often because it has only happened once and it was in 1936-37 when Australia beat England.
1: Yeah, once, uh, that's about as rare as it gets and I think that was (laughs) thanks to a bit of Sir Donald Bradman magic as well. All right, that's us done for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Catch you soon.